Would you like to accelerate your career and reach your full potential in just minutes a day? Welcome to the LeadX Show with New York Times bestselling author and Inc. 500 entrepreneur, Kevin Cruz. Hello, everyone. Kevin Cruz here. Welcome to the LeadX Show, helping you to stand out and to get ahead. Now, today's episode is part two of my conversation with Connie Tang, the CEO of Princess House. We're going to get into her networking secrets and her advice for building a great business as an entrepreneur in direct sales. So let's get right into the show. We were excited at the prospect of maybe one day owning my own home, that all-American dream of having my own home and being able to afford it. I would have assumed you would go out there and take the first job available because you need money, right? But that's not what you did. I, I didn't. I will tell you, my husband and all his wisdom said, we've made this really big move. It's a big commitment. Don't take the first thing that comes to the door. Think about what you think you might want to do that's going to be meaningful. There's never a guarantee, but don't take the first thing that comes to the door. So I signed up for a temp agency because we needed money. Mm -hmm. We really had nothing. We had to borrow money, in fact, for that move from my brother-in-law. And I signed up with a temp agency so I would get some income, but also the flexibility to continue to interview. And in fact, I ended up turning down one, two, three, I think it was four or five jobs. One was with as a pharmaceutical rep with Smith, Klein and Beecham. One was the executive director role of the Asian American Chamber of Commerce. Hmm. One was a manager of events at the Dallas Botanical Garden. <laughs> <laughs> and they all just didn't feel right. I don't know what right felt, but it didn't feel right to me. I had decided I would for sure have to give up beauty and cosmetics mm. because it, after all, wasn't a beauty center of excellence for beauty in, in Dallas. I didn't think so. And took the time. I became a master networker. I knew no one. Software engineer cousin knew no one. He sat in his room <laughs> with cans of Red Bull all day, all night. <laughs> he wasn't very helpful. And so I signed up to attend Dallas Chamber of Commerce events, became part of the Women's Business Issues group. And then I also signed up with, at the time, what was very popular, career uh, services group that helped me do a, a a resume. I actually never had to do a resume. I had a job waiting for me when I graduated college. So I had to do a resume. Mm. And back then you go to the library and find a list of corporations that you think you want to work for and you write letters. But the letters were an opening and a reason for me to make a cold call to ask for advice. And that was one of the things that I learned to do was I made a call and said, I sent you a letter. I told you I would call. And I was wondering if you would have 10 minutes to just give me some advice. I was very fortunate. I had the, I would say the entry of saying I'm recently relocated to the right. area. I don't know anyone. And through those advice calls, I, I think I maybe got through four of the letters. From there, it just went from one referral to another, to another, to another. The key was don't end this call without asking, is there anyone else you think who would be helpful as I um, get to know the job market in the area that would be good for me to talk to? Now, Connie, I've got to interrupt because you're, you're laying out so much valuable stuff here. I want to make sure everybody's picking it up. And, you know, the first thing recently, some a listener asked me a question about having a horrible boss and should she, you know, quit and leave. And, you know, my advice to people is whatever situation you're in, you want to be running 
to something, not away from something. So mm-hmm. do what you have to, to, you know, to get by, get that temp job or whatever it is, but you don't want to jump into a new career or a new company just to get out of a bad situation. You want to make sure it's, it's the right, right move. And the, the other thing here is what Connie just described is um, a great networking approach, which is to make that intro, but to ask for advice. It's a completely Mm -hmm. different way. People want to help other people. And so this idea of sending a letter or these days sending an email and and doing that intro and then saying, I'm going to call on this date at this time. And then you do it. Okay. Maybe they'll remember and, and mark it and pick up the phone, or maybe their assistant's going to say, Hey, someone named Connie's on the phone. I have no idea what she wants. You're like, Oh yeah, it's that person <laughs> that reached out. So that's another great technique. And then even ending on this thing of always looking for that next mm-hmm. step, next referral. And I'm shocked, Connie, at even today, I mean, literally every day via email or if I go, God forbid, to some networking event, uh, you know, the the people that will walk up and say, hi, I offer search engine optimization services. Do you want some or I'm doing a startup. Will you review my business plan or do you want to invest? Right. I mean, there's no, will you give me advice? Hey, I admire mm-hmm. your work in this area. I would like to compare. No, none of that. It's just boom, mm-hmm. right, right to the ask. And it's very tempting to say, because you know, you want a job, right? <laughs> you really do. It's very, very tempting. And learning the discipline to not ask for a job is to ask for the opportunity for them to get to know you. The guard comes down. Right. Emotionally, they're much more willing to give you and you can then receive very fully. But you're absolutely right. So let me ask, like, this is really a big question because so you as a young woman, you're going into Dallas and literally a negative net worth. You borrowed money just to get there. You've got temp jobs just to keep the lights on. Roughly mm-hmm. 20 years later, you're now the CEO of a hundred plus million dollar a year company. So what's your advice to young professionals out there who are like, yeah, I want to stand out and get ahead. I'm ambitious. I want to be viewed as a high potential. You know, what's your advice to, to, you know, young women or men who want to have a a career trajectory like you've had? Uh, I would say there are a couple of things that applied for me and maybe I wasn't even intentional about it. A lot of it had to do with my drive and my desire to, to grow and to develop. But in hindsight, I can tell you that number one is recognize opportunities as opportunities and that opportunities come big and small and sometimes can be masked behind the guise of a project or can be misinterpreted as more work. What I mean by that is when you're given an opportunity to do something, you have the opportunity to take it with the right attitude. You can look at it as great. Another thing I got to do. It's not like I don't work long enough hours (laughs) versus awesome. I've never done this before. Let me try and figure this out. Let me do this so that I can deliver something. Let me add this to my portfolio and my toolbox of tools and on my resume of things that I've been able to learn to do to accomplish and achieve that. Opportunities are very often masked. They don't, you know, listen, they don't come with a shiny bow and glowing halo and wings. They are masked as work. (laughs) That's really it, right? So you've got to have a good attitude where you're really open to opportunities. Lots of times I think today people wait for an opportunity to drop or that notion of opportunities knocking at my door. 
Sometimes you got to seek opportunities as well. There's an opportunity waiting for someone to take it. Have you ever been in a meeting where somebody says, yeah, we've got to figure this out? Maybe an initiative is to say, how about I take the lead on that? Just ask. Right. Just ask for that. And sometimes opportunities are there waiting for someone to take it and seize it. And when you have those opportunities, you also have to own it and see it for what it is. Um, when I was, I spent almost 13 years opening up global markets in Latin America and Asia Pacific. I traveled a lot. Mm. I spent three months straight in Hong Kong and Taiwan for about four years opening up those countries. Yes, I was married. <laughs> and that's probably why I'm still married 25 years <laughs> later, because I actually haven't seen him for 25 years. <laughs> but I could have, I actually had colleagues who said, oh my God, I can't do what you do. You're never home. You never see your husband. You have no life, blah, 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 blah. I never saw it that way. I always sat, saw it as, yeah, I work hard because when you're there for a week, you try to cram three months of work into a week. Right. But I saw it as, look at what I get to do. Look what I'm learning. Look who I'm working with. Look who I'm influencing. Look who I'm teaching. And that really became the premise for me having a, even to this day, I call it an insatiable curiosity to learn and to know more about everything. Even mm -hmm. today, I read constantly whether it's an article about formulations, whether it's healthcare trends, whether it's HR management, whether it's new startups, lean startup processes, it's you've got to have that drive to learn because you don't know what you don't know until you've had an opportunity to learn it. And then the third thing is really agility. Practice not only learning, listening, learning, but applying. It's one thing to sit through class. I have a lot of people, I, I'm a trainer, I think, at heart, and I've always believed that Training is a process, not an event. A lot of people think that I'm going to get trained right. when I go to this class. When I'm done with this course, I'm it. I've mastered it. That's nothing. You've got to put the work and the time and the diligence and the determination and discipline to practice it, to really get good at it. So having agility, learning agility and change agility is key because what you learn inevitably should prompt you to maybe change some things you're doing or how you think and how you behave. In the spirit of advice, when it comes to direct selling and Princess House has about how many consultants now? About 26,000. 26,000 consultants. And mm -hmm. so direct selling, obviously, you know, great opportunities, great flexibility, uh, great, great upside. And we've known a lot of people who have tried it and struggled early on. So what advice would you have for a new consultant who's just getting started? You know, how, how can she you know, start to grow her uh, team quickly. You know, and that's a good point to make, first of all, is that direct selling is another entrepreneurial opportunity to start your own business. And while it is oftentimes simple, it's not easy. Just like any other <laughs> home business ownership right. or your own business, whether it's a restaurant or it's a laundromat or a gas station, right. it takes work. So it's not easy. And for any new consultant who's looking to build her team, because essentially she has self-decided that she wants to be the CEO of her company, right? right? And to build the team means you've got to bring in talent. You also have to be willing to share the gift of your business and the opportunity with everyone. One of the key things is do not block your own opportunity. Oftentimes I find that a well-meaning entrepreneur and consultant wants to build the perfect team. So there is such a thing as 
production before perfection mm. because perfection is an obstacle and quite possibly never possible. So offering someone, asking someone to be a part of your team, giving that away freely and more often is usually the first obstacle they have to overcome. We try so hard. Every Most of the women we work with try so hard to find the perfect person that it delays them right. in making progress, right? And that alone becomes an obstacle because who's perfect? You're never going to find the perfect person. And there's fear. Getting comfortable and getting confident about asking people to be part of your team, part of your mission, part of your goal, and finding people who have the same goal as you, and together you can help achieve that. You can achieve it together. That's key. But that takes practice. I mean, how do you build confidence? Doing it over and over and over and again, getting good at it, right? How do you get comfortable not being not not being unfamiliar with it? And that takes practice. So that's the first thing: is really giving the opportunity and offering it freely openly without judgment without making the decision for others i've had women who say oh she would never do that she would never do that <laughs> how do you know you don't want to take yourself out of the game before it starts and they decide for them without even giving them a chance and that's wrong i've had women who've been longtime customers who said you know i've been buying your product for 40 years and no one's ever asked me would i like to make some money doing it <laughs> <laughs> no one ever thought to ask me to give it to offer me that and so if you're really thinking about growing, first you have to give and then you'll receive. If you give of that opportunity, you will get commitment. If you give coaching and mentoring, you will get commitment. If you give your time and your training, you will get productivity. Mm. It's a very reciprocal relationship. And again, I want to you know interject, uh, LeadX family, you know, I've often said, perfectionism uh, is a form of procrastination, at least it's, it often is for me. And whether we're talking about, you know, sales or entrepreneurship or writing that book you've always wanted to, or, you know, start training for that marathon, whatever it is, I'm famous for this. If I want to run a marathon, the first thing I'll do is I'll buy a book on how to run a marathon <laughs> instead of putting the sneakers on and going outside. You know, like, I got to learn about it and get the right stride. I got to buy the right sneakers. You know, no, you know, perfectionism is a form of procrastination, you know, and that's, I think, uh, Connie, you mentioned like lean startup, which, you know, I'm getting ready mm -hmm. to teach a course in, in lean startups. And that's really the new thinking is it's better to go out there and experiment and fail fast. And we're not going to be great when we start, but we're going to stumble and learn and, and getting going and trying and, and breaking through that initial fear uh, is, is so key. And, and let me, Connie, your book again, it's fearless living eight life-changing values for breakthrough success. And, you know, in this short format show, we don't have time to go through um, all of the values in detail. You have determination, accountability, drive for results, passion, collaboration, agility, respect, and compassion. And I want you to just pick one of those and share with us why you think it's so important. Pick one. <laughs> I think I already, I actually cheated a little bit because I answered one question with agility. You so did. I won't pick that. Let me take this opportunity to pick. I think accountability is critical because it starts with you. And once, once you can master accountability of yourself and your own actions and your thinking and your behavior, you can then translate that to the relationships you have with other. Accountability for me is exactly as you had you even alluded to it earlier about 
taking making the difference, the shift in your mindset of taking a victim mentality or owning a situation, owning where you are, owning why you're here and taking responsibility uh, of controlling your own actions to change that if that's not where you want to be or where you want to be, where you want to change that situation, whether it's career development, whether it's starting your own business, whether it's even in your personal life. If you're not happy about where you are in your relationships with your family, with your parents, with your siblings, with your spouse, with your significant other, own that, take responsibility and be accountable to yourself. And that's hard because it is just so much easier for it to be somebody else's problem. And, and it is very difficult because it requires a lot of hard being, I, I call it tough love on yourself. Right. But then it also requires you to not be afraid of what you find because maybe what you find is not exactly what you had hoped you would find. And then not having the fear to change that. Mm, that's great. Now, as a final question, I always like to challenge our listeners to get you know just 1% better every single day. We don't need overnight transformation. Let's just get a little bit better every day. So I want you to challenge us. You know, what's one specific thing, you know, it could be from your book or just, you know, your, your own advice. What's something we can do today to get a little bit better? In my book, the first chapter is determination. And I would challenge the Leadex listeners to think about a skill that you believe is critically important for you to improve, whether it's to move up in career, whether it's to improve in your personal relationships, whatever that is, whether it's communication or it's an actual business acumen skill that you need. Think about what you don't know enough of, a lot of, or anything of. Decide what that is. And determination require, for you to achieve results requires discipline. Put yourself on a plan of discipline to master that skill or that behavior or even a mindset of how you think to change that. And discipline is doing it when you don't want to do it. Doing it is doing it well all the time, not sometimes, all the time and doing it with intent. If you're running a race, if you want to train for that marathon, you're not going to get there and be successful if you don't do it with consistency and you do it well all the time. So be intentional, be disciplined with frequency and hold yourself accountable for that discipline and determination will lead you to achieving whatever that skill, that milestone, that goal is. Connie, there are thousands of listeners right now chuckling because of how many times you said with intent, because I end this show every single day by reminding people to lead with intent. You know, leadership is something to be mindful of. Lead with intent. So I, I love that. Great minds think alike, right? That's right. Thank you. <laughs> so Connie, uh, tell our listeners how they can find out more about you, your book and Princess House. Sure. Well, the first thing is, is Fearless Living, the book is the beginning of establishing a community. We really want people to start talking about what they're afraid of. And more than anything, how do you overcome it? How do you take that bull by its horns and how do you overcome? Because I'm not professing that there's a life without fear. Fear is part of life. 
The goal is, is how do you take that fear, harness it, overcome those challenges, re-channel that energy that fear creates for power, right? And there's an 8fearlessvalues.com website that they can connect me with me on. We're going to start doing some more content in there as well as sharing more stories that as people start sharing with me. They can find me on Facebook, Instagram, as well as Twitter. Facebook is at Connie Tang CEO. And there's a Twitter handle at Tang Princess House. And just connect and share stories with me. I want to hear from you. I want to hear what's stopping you. I want to hear what helped you move forward. I want to hear um, how you've helped each other. Because I think at the end of the day, we are a much smaller world today. And as a global community, we can really overcome some significant challenges and help people rise up. Because with every person rising up, we as a world get better. And we all grow together. Great message to end on, and we'll put all of those links in the show notes. Connie, thanks for coming on to the LeadX show. Thank you so much, Kevin. LeadX family, don't forget, you can get links and notes from this interview over at LeadX.org. And you can also download our free ebook, Richard Branson's Seven Secrets to Leadership at LeadX.org forward slash Branson. And if you want to get more Lead X in your everyday life, just follow us at Lead X Life on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. That's one word, Lead X Life. And if you've ever gotten even just one good idea from a Lead X show, do me a huge favor. It takes less than a minute. And just subscribe to the show on iTunes and leave a quick rating. Just go to leadx.org forward slash subscribe. Until next time, friends, remember, leadership is about influence, which means we are all leaders. Whether you're a salesperson or a soldier, an entrepreneur or an executive, a coach or a counselor, you are leading all of the time. You positively influence with your behavior and you influence negatively when you're a bystander. How will you lead today?